good morning and welcome to another episode of 15 Minutes with 15 West. I'm very excited to be joined by Maria Dry today um, from PGC. Hi, Maria. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Love listening to you guys no. so far. Oh, no, thank, thank you. No problem. Yeah, it's great to have you on. I think it's going to be a really informative um, chat. Um, for those of you who don't know, Maria works for PGC. Um, I'll let Maria explain what they do. But um, essentially, Maria's job uh, day in, day out is to help recruitment businesses expand in the USA. And obviously, that's our job as well. So I thought it'd be a great, um, a great chat um, to introduce you today. So yeah, do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm Maria, work for a company called PGC. Um, I know you can hear from my accent, I'm not American, but we are an American <laughs> business. Um, we're headquartered in Austin. We have been in the market now for over 23 years. Um, our core solution is what you actually call an employer of record or agent of record. So managing payroll and compliance. Um, but in addition to that, we've also really built a brand of just helping a lot of UK or European recruitment staffing agencies expand into the US. Um, I think the US is so ginormous. I always call it a bit of a beast. Um, it's really hard to know, you know, where do I start? What do I need to know? I don't know what I don't know. So we've really kind of built um, a presence and kind of reputation of being kind of the go-tos when getting started in the US market and just, you know, painting a picture of what you might need to set up from recruiting from afar versus getting you on the ground in the US um, and building your kind of US business compliantly, really. So that's great. Uh, you have got a really good reputation of being that, you know, providing that consultancy service to um, companies that are setting up in the US. Um, but I guess what are the what are the biggest questions that you get from people when they're setting up in America? Yeah, I think so. Day in, day out, sorry, I'm speaking with your kind of recruitment founders, CEOs, um, majority of which have built a really great presence, reputation, competency capability in the UK market. First questions I get asked is, Maria, have we missed the boat? There seems to have been a massive influx of UK, European agencies going into the US. Like, is it even worth going yeah. there now? Um, absolutely yeah. yes it is <laughs> so the, I mean, we we advised us it's, it's true we advised probably our first you know uh uk headquarter businesses setting up in the us probably you know 11 10 11 years ago so you know yeah. it isn't a new thing yeah but i think it's also just really understanding the sheer size of the us market like you know the us market makes up 34 percent of the global staffing revenue the uk is only eight percent and there's actually more agencies in the UK than there are in the US. So you've got far more business to go after with far less competition. Yeah. Um, so margin pressure doesn't exist like it does in the UK. I also think one of the great things, and I'm probably a bit biased coming from a UK background myself, but taking a UK recruiter where you've really you know, nurtured and been brought up in your career in a saturated, very competitive market to take all of your learnings, process, knowledge um, and put that into the US market where historically it hasn't been super competitive. People haven't had that edge or that industry knowledge. It, just UK mm -hmm. recruiters are viewed so highly in the US um, because of yeah. their competency and capability. And I think the US can be advanced in a lot of areas, but actually recruitment, the UK is far more advanced in its processes, technology, systems. So going to the US market. Is, yeah, 
Um, that's one of the questions we get asked is should we hire somebody locally or should we bring over you know recruiters from the UK um, and generally my answer is both but if you can mm. find you know the the Nirvana is finding a, a you a, an American 360 recruiter in America great or you know otherwise yeah taking over that yeah. skill set and like you say that competitive edge if you've been successful in the UK market you'll be you know triply successful just by dint of being in the US because yeah. of the size of the fees the cash you know the the time to to hire etc so yeah, yeah that's one of the questions we do get is you know who to hire but yeah. but you you mentioned yeah um have we have we missed the boat like the other questions we get is um about around where <laughs> yeah so great question and actually I'd always advise like going into the US market have a strategy and be niche so know what location you're going to not even just what state what city within that state um yeah. now naturally this is going to really depend on what industry you're in what your ambitions are as an agency so I always say okay strap it right back and think of these three top things to consider when you're thinking where where are your clients where are your talent where are they located get a short list of states of those states what are your operating costs your living costs like what's it actually going to look like because operating a business out of New York or living in New York having a salary in New York is going to look very different if you're in Austin if you're in Florida you know in different locations one of the main ones I think some people can overlook which I think is arguably probably the most important thing is where are you as a leader and where are you as the team whoever you're sending out where are they going to want to be what's going to get them excited what's going to get their buy-in you know it's all well and good sending someone to charlotte in north carolina because mm. there's great taxes it's low cost of living but if your team aren't going to be motivated or excited to be there there's really no huge point so yeah it, it will change dependent on who we're speaking to i think post-pandemic there was a massive migration so if you read the headlines they call it the southern migration where a lot of talent and businesses went from your higher cost living states operating states so from your californias your new yorks austin i mean that was everyone's favorite location you know two years yeah. ago no one could stop talking about austin um mm. still is i mean austin now is home to more fortune 500 companies than new york um i right. think Post Austin, we've seen Florida. So for a lot of tech recruiters, Miami and Tampa now voted one and two locations from Forbes. Um, off the back of Florida, I think the Carolinas are being spoken about a lot. Denver um, and Tennessee, we actually have seen kind of coming up and building um, presence as well. Interesting. Are there uh, tax advantages for being in Tennessee? Yeah, I think lifestyle, cost of living, tax yeah. yeah I think post-pandemic one of the good things that's come out of it is actually you can be remote and build great relationships a lot of our clients will actually recruit from afar and how long did you yeah. guys um kind of operate in the U.S. market from afar before opening the office uh we oh well we actually went straight to, to New York yeah um I, I unfortunately the pandemic hit three weeks later so we came home again so we were actually <laughs> operating then from from the UK um for a yeah. year because just because of the pandemic yeah it got it is so, crazy because was it March yeah. time did Sarah get yeah we lit yeah we, we went over in February we secured an office in Bryant Park we got a you know Sarah got a flat we, we were all set up she moved on I think it was like the 10th of March or the 12th of March I can't remember and then mm -hmm. six days later 
the whole of Manhattan shut down like there was nothing open so yeah we decided to retreat (laughs) (laughs) crazy time (laughs) yes um no that's super helpful so it it, like it probably goes to the same sort of question what can you sort of say what do the most successful companies do um you know what launching in america what have you seen that's been the most success like what could people what could people take away from people that you've seen that have been successful in the u.s market yeah i would say you definitely need to have the strategy like don't just be reactive i think a lot of businesses are very lucky that they'll have clients Mm -hmm. in the uk that are really happy with their service and love working with them and they'll say oh can you do the u.s and they'll think of it kind of as a reactive approach rather than being really yeah. proactive. So really have a strategy, as I say, go niche. So the US is ginormous. Yeah. The UK can fit inside of Texas three times. Like pick a state, pick your city, go niche. What are you going to be famous for? What are you going to be known for? And really penetrate that location and market first and build it out from there. Um, I think if you're yeah. operating from afar, building a I call it a shop front but Americans are a very proud nation so again you're wanting to be very mindful that you're doing the US you're not just operating from your kitchen table in the UK or your UK office um you're speaking their their language um also working with experts I think you see in the movies how scary and litigious the US can be um especially when it comes to employment really understanding that it does operate like 50 different countries so what it might be to operate as a business in Florida win business even culturally going into a client in Miami and pitching versus going into a client in New York and pitching very different cultural um, kind of methods and ways of doing that Um, so have a strategy go niche make sure you've built your operations to be US focused Um, working with experts whether that be employment experts recruiting experts lawyers taxes um, it is a bit of a beast and it costs to get it wrong in the US as well Um, I think it was even at the event we did with you one of the lawyers said Mm. you know we probably will get sued so just make sure you've got lawyers (laughs) to know what you do around that Um, because it is a bit yeah and I think someone else said yeah whatever you budget double it (laughs) yeah yeah, it's expensive. In terms of setup. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I think that's right. Expert speaking to experts and and using, you know, this has been done before. It's been, you know, companies have been doing this for ten years. So use that knowledge and expertise, yeah. you know, tried and tested methods, and you know, speak to people like yourselves. And that's where we can give you access to those, you know, those experts, whether it's lawyers, accountants, you know, yeah. um, boys of record, etc. And how all the HR system works and payroll, and you know, mm-hmm. there's such a different market. And and so yeah, we can. Um, I would definitely recommend that that yeah. research part before you go before you go live. Yeah, and it's um, even the, have you seen, sorry. I was going to say, even with like your team, you know, knowing that what makes a good package in the US is different to what we might be asking as a consultant in the UK. So understanding healthcare, understanding 401k, understanding at will employment, understanding um, PTO policies, things like that. Just so when you get on the phone, you're not a cowboy and not asking the right questions. Yeah. And that's the other one of the big questions we get is, you know, do we have the same question structure here than we do there? And, and, you know, we did when we first started. I 
probably I'm, I probably wouldn't have done that to be honest with you because you do need to factor in all the yeah. on costs the healthcare, everything that goes with it um yeah I think it's um it's not one size fits all just what works in the UK is not necessarily going to work in yeah. in the US and you need to be mindful of that yeah. um mistakes what are the what are the biggest mistakes you've seen mistakes so I mean terms of business you know just because you've got a, a, a lovely set of terms in the UK that stand up to UK laws when you start operating in the US market you, you need US terms of business um yeah so I would definitely advise that even operating at, from your UK business um Brilliant. even just the fees like one of the most simple mistakes you can make is just going and undercharging yourself um what we see in the US market, I think last year we saw our clients consistently going at 30% um, across perm and contract, average sign terms about 25%. I've actually got clients now that will walk away from 20% or less. So it, it is just crazy, especially coming from a UK market where I used to think, oh, a 10k perm fee, that's great. Whack it on the board. Um, just Absolutely. don't. No, yeah. We saw that, like we we were being incentivized to find grads in Miami at one point during the last two years at 30%. So, and they're obviously on, you know, 45K base salary. So a, a grad yeah. role in the UK, you'd be getting a 7K fee for 18%. In America, yeah. you know, you're getting a 15, you know, 20% fee potentially. So it's just totally different. Yeah. I think also retained, like I've got a lot of clients that will come back to me and say, my client's actually asking me to work exclusively on a retained business. Yeah. And I've not even um, pitched it to be retained. I was happy to be contingent. And they've said, no, yeah. great. we want your commitment up front. So, yeah, we we had a client in, in New York and, and it was our first U.S. client, in fact. So yeah. most of our clients are U.K. headquartered businesses. But um, we had the first client and we they actually we sent them some terms for I think it was a multi-hire and and we we reduced our terms for multi-hire and they were like oh no no we want to pay you 30 percent instead of 25 okay yes I clarify that <laughs> yes fine you can pay us 30 percent great let's move on honestly it's so strange um but they did pay us by check so that's another yes. another interesting yeah checks yeah. it is funny yeah, like how checks. so many people think how advanced the us is but in some respects in it banking. can be so delayed yeah banking i remember going yeah. apple pay i was like i can't pay with apple pay or how they still take your card away then bring it back yeah, then sign. The tips. <laughs> yeah actually that's one thing the banking system and when you're setting up a business as well is is a nightmare it's a little bit chicken and egg as well because you need yeah. just, just a bit of a yeah. nightmare so i definitely get advice on that yeah, definitely. So, yeah, understanding your fees, your terms of business. And again, just that state by state difference, like 50 different states, 50 different countries, your taxes, sales tax, obviously VAT doesn't apply in the US. So understanding what states sales tax applies, how you as a business are going to incorporate that into your invoices or your fees. Um and also, again, just from a recruiter point of view, what you can and can't ask in states now. So salary transparency, salary history, um, they're small things that will make a big difference when you get on the phone with you know, a C-suite yeah. candidate. And that's an ever that salary um, uh, stuff is, is an ever changing yeah. kind of, yeah, 
area so you have to be really up to speed um actually a client of mine you know actually educated me and so i said well we we haven't asked the salary we can't no 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 you can now in this certain state so yeah it does change um you know quite often um yes. great and um i guess i'll put you on the spot now what if you were starting a recruitment business in america what where would you go me and this is very personal to me so uh, if yeah. you would ask me this two years ago I would say New York like want to be in New York in the thick of it absolutely love it I then went to Austin fell in love with Austin much slower pace massive river running through it everyone's you know paddle boarding swimming down by the river after work so I think for me I would look at an Austin or a Miami a, a Florida I did go to Charlotte yeah. recently. I mean, you look at the headlines of Charlotte, it's amazing. As a CEO or a leader business, you'd probably be like, mm. this is brilliant, you know, that the taxes are going backwards. But I, I didn't get the same kind of buzz or buy-in. Um, yeah, as... I think hiring talent in Charlotte, we've been doing a bit of it, it's much more challenging. Um, mm. But I think Raleigh, like we've got inquiries in the last month for like three companies launching in Raleigh, which is, yeah, a new one on my radar, totally. Yeah. I love it. Have you um have you seen an uptake in kind of recruiters in any locations yourself? Uh, what in terms of recruitment the people hiring. wanting to go there or are hiring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still I I'd still say it's centered around New York to be honest yeah. with you. Um, as an established market, uh, Miami definitely lots of people setting up in Miami so we've had a lot more inquiries in, in Florida and also like West Palm Beach and different like yes. along that coast of, of Miami as well Tampa Orlando like a client of ours just set up in Orlando which is quite cool mm-hmm. um I think their kids like Disneyland so probably why they're there <laughs> um uh and uh and I say Raleigh was was probably the big one that, yeah we've just had a lot of um a lot of inquiries for hiring in Raleigh so had to educate ourselves around that it's been good yeah yeah it is exciting and I mean the US is huge I I can now understand why a lot of Americans don't have passports like there's genuinely (laughs) (laughs) amazing well look that's been super helpful um uh, yeah it's been great having you on really insightful and anyone that wants to to learn more I'm sure Maria would be happy to to have a chat I do have one yep. parting question that I ask all my guests on here is if you had if it's 15 minutes with 15 West so if you had 15 minutes no rules nothing applied like you know anything on the table what would you do with 15 minutes if I gave you 15 minutes <laughs> so, you know I don't know if I'm going to regret this answer but I think I would have a 15 minute set live at the O2 to a full arena. <laughs> oh my God, that's really such a cool one. Go full glam. Singing what? Full, I just, you know, the songs you sing in the shower that you think you sound like a Beyonce, Adele, just Singing go for Beyonce. it. I was about to... <laughs> Maria does Beyonce at the O2. Okay, I'll just leave everybody with that uh, image and... Uh... And I'll wish you well for the rest of your day. That's amazing, Maria. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Always pleasure. And uh, thanks for all your support. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye.